Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. 1 Chronicles chapter 18. In the course of time, David defeated the Philistines and subdued them. And he took Gath and all of its surrounding villages from the control of the Philistines. David also defeated the Moabites, and they became subject to him and brought him tribute. Moreover, David defeated Hadadezer, king of Zobah, in the vicinity of Hamath, when he went to set up his monument at the Euphrates River. David captured a thousand of his chariots, seven thousand charioteers, and twenty thousand foot soldiers. He hamstrung all but a hundred of the chariot horses. When the Arameans of Damascus came to help Hadadezer, king of Zobah, David struck down 22,000 of them. He put garrisons in the Aramean kingdom of Damascus, and the Arameans became subject to him and brought him tribute. The Lord gave David victory wherever he went. David took the gold shields carried by the officers of Hadadezer and brought them to Jerusalem. From Taba and Kun, towns that belonged to Hadadezer, David took a great quantity of bronze, which Solomon used to make the bronze sea, the pillars, and the various bronze articles. When Tau, king of Hamath, heard that David had defeated the entire army of Hadadezer, he sent his son Hadaram to King David to greet him and congratulate him on his victory in battle. Hadaram brought all kinds of articles of gold and silver and of bronze. King David dedicated these articles to the Lord, as he had done with the silver and gold he had taken from all these nations, Edom and Moab, the Ammonites, and the Philistines, and Amalek. Abishai, son of Zeruiah, struck down 18,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt. He put garrisons in Edom, and all the Edomites became subject to David. The Lord gave David victory wherever he went. David reigned over all Israel, doing what was just and right for all of his people. Joab, son of Zeruiah, was over the army. Jehoshaphat, son of Ahilad, was the recorder. Zadok, son of Ahitub, and Ahimelech, son of Abiathar, were priests. Shavashah was secretary. Benaniah, son of Jehoiada, was over the Karathites and the Peleothites. And David's sons were chief officials at the king's side. And so as David continues to organize his kingdom and proceed in his rule and reign over Israel, he has great favor and great success in conquering other nations around him. So in verse 1, in the course of time, David defeated the Philistines and subdued them. And so all of the ancient adversary of Israel, the Philistines, were now subjugated. They were um, subdued by David and subjugated under the control of David. David also defeated the Moabites, and they became subject to him and brought him tribute as well. So these, uh, these two enemies, of course, one was on one side of Israel, one was on the other. The Moabites were on the Jordan side, and the Philistines were on the uh, Mediterranean Sea side. But David defeated both of these traditional enemies of Israel. David also defeated a man named Hadadezer, king of Zobah. And this Hadadezer had quite an impressive army. He had a thousand chariots that were captured, 7,000 charioteers. So each chariot had 
backup drivers as well as the whatever team it took to drive a, a single chariot. And he captured 20,000 foot soldiers. And so this was quite a victory as well. And then the Arameans, or the Armenians of Damascus, uh, the Syrians, came to help Hadadezer. And David struck down 22,000 of them. So he put garrisons all over um, uh, Syria. He put garrisons all over the Moabite territories, the Philistine territories, and so forth. In verse 7, David took the gold shields that were carried by the officers of Hadadezer and brought them to Jerusalem. These uh, gold shields were quite impressive. And uh, David took a great quantity of bronze, which Solomon later used to make the bronze sea. The pillars, the two very impressive entry pillars to his tabernacle, and various articles of bronze. And also, um, David took articles of gold, silver, and other articles of bronze, and dedicated all of these things to the Lord. And um, the spoil of the wars of Israel became many of the components of the Temple of Solomon. It's interesting that from war came a place to worship Yahweh. And so the Lord gave uh, Israel a mighty victory over these various enemies. And as we continue through the chapter, Abishai, uh, one of the brothers of Joab, David's captain, went and led an army and struck down 18,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt. And so along with the Moabites on the Jordan side of Israel, uh, the Edomites lived there as well. And now they were subjugated and they paid tribute to David. Then we have a list of some of David's leaders and the roles of his sons. In verse 14, David reigned over all Israel, doing what was just and right for all of his people. Joab, the son of Zeruiah, was over the army. Jehoshaphat, the son of Ahilad, was the recorder. Zadok, the son of Ahitub, was a priest, as was Ahimelech, a son of Abiathar. And then Shabashah was the secretary. Abenaniah, the son of Jehuida, was over the Carathites and the Peleothites. These were David's palace guard, if you will. And then David's sons became chief officials at the king's side. They were also in positions of high authority. And so we see that when the favor of God fell on Israel, they were invincible, essentially. It didn't matter how many chariots came against them. It didn't matter how many foot soldiers came against them, because God was on their side. And David uh, led them faithfully into these various battles. And the great wealth from the plunder and spoil that he acquired, he dedicated to the future temple of the Lord. I think that's quite noble. You know, it was not a, a common thing in that day to give up your wealth as a conquering king to whatever God you served. But of course, David served the one true God and not only served the Lord, he deeply loved the Lord. And so as he acquired this great wealth, It was in his heart to bless the Lord as the Lord had blessed and protected him, and he acted on that. Friends, may we be like David in that respect. Whatever comes our way, whether little or much, whether great wealth or uh, modest financial resources, may we use them for the glory of God. May we use our funds dedicated to the Lord Jesus Christ and his kingdom. May we make blue chip investments in things that um, have eternal consequences. I want to pray into that with you now. Lord, make us mindful of whatever influence we have, financial influence, whatever wealth we've been entrusted with, Lord. Make us mindful that we are to invest them in things that give glory to you and that build your kingdom. Lord, we recognize that as natural men and women, we need uh, money to survive in this world. But Lord, The main reason we're here is to glorify you and come to know you better. 
May our finances be pleasing in your sight. May we have many opportunities to give into the work that you're doing in the earth. Teach us to make blue chip investments in the kingdom of heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.